This is the Overclocked Podcast, a regular dose of video game music and conversation from ocremix.org. This week, we have a regular dose of the Remix Rewind and a very special dose of the playlist. If you don't know who I am, that's no surprise. I'm the longtime listener and frequent playlist submitter known as Patchpen. Cameron and Mr. Jack Barton were both very busy this week, so I offered up my own voice to fill in for them. And boy is that voice getting a workout. Cameron wanted to try something new with the playlist this week, so we asked people to submit small stories along with their emotion-filled game music, and I'm going to be reading them aloud, so stick around for that. While not directly OCR, or even VGM related, it's worth mentioning that this last week was this year's Summer Games Done Quick Marathon. For those who may not know, Summer Games Done Quick is a charity marathon in which speedrunners play through various games as quickly as they possibly can. This year, the event raised over $2.1 million for Doctors Without Booters, which feels like an insane amount of money. It's great seeing so many gamers come together to help make the world a better place, and if you want to see what this community is about, check out GamesDoneQuick.com or their Twitch and YouTube channels, both under the name GamesDoneQuick. And now, let's rewind some remixes. provides us with an almost obnoxiously cheerful techno chiptune thing from Window to the Stars, the Super Mario RPG album. The track is called Riptide Rush, and I know Keskatalo just called in to mention how much this reminds him of some silly Amiga music, particularly complimenting the little accordion bit there in the middle. It's a fun and varied arrangement worthy of checking out. Looking at another one of DJ Pretzel's write-ups, we get the following encouraging message. While globally, things these days are actually better than they may seem, it's easy to let the headlines and polarization get you down in the dumps. His principles seem to keep losing ground to in-group bias, and cheap and easy rhetoric gets mistaken for substance. I don't have a solution for all of that, but I do think that listening to Chip Poker could be a start. It'll at least put a smile on your face and a pep, or even multiple peps, in your step. And that's something. Andrew Thompson, Christy Mazinez, and Fernando Valencia 
take us back to the days of the SNES with Elements of Time, a medley of various themes from Chrono Trigger. While OCR tends to shy away from posting medley covers, the artists offered up enough subtle personal touches and smooth blending of the different sources to win over the judges. The Mod Knight on the forums expresses a thought that many have probably had. I can't pretend like I have the technical expertise to explain why this one resonates with me so much. It just does. I love the choices of instrumentation, I love how mellow it is most of the time, and I love how this gives me feelings like I had when I played Chrono Trigger the first time, except somehow more prominent. Over on YouTube, the Creepy Pro makes another appearance on the podcast with the following statement. One of the hardest things you can do musically is to make a medley. It's like walking a tightrope. Too much of one piece ruins it, but not enough makes it have no presence. This strikes the perfect balance between all songs, while also transitioning smoothly between them. Excellent work. Kamu Magnetic Ethu brings to the table OCR's first arrangement from the PC horror adventure game The Cat Lady. Titled Lady in Black, this moody doom metal arrangement features death growled vocals inspired by a poem featured in the game. So rock out those horns, or would they be cat ears in this case? Dime Tower on the forums expresses a good deal of respect for the artist. Points for style and execution here, man. I'm really impressed about the vision to remix this way, and the moxie to pull it off. Really enjoyed the adjustment sections, the handling reminds me of some of the best Doom remixes this site has. Yeah, maybe this isn't everyone's cup of tea, but then they're missing great guitar sections, as well as vocals to me that I don't need to hear the words. It's almost like another instrument.
3 Pop dashes onto the scene with his second remix of Green Hell Zone, which also happens to be a second posted remix on OCR. Supersonic takes us on an EDM spin dash through familiar green planes, providing plenty of energy to keep up the pace. TMSK Fail comments on YouTube, I like the Dreams of an Absolution vibe in this remix, to which Plus Piping replies, If anything, Dreams of an Absolution borrowed something from Green Hill Zone, and this 100% brought it all back home, which I agree, I like it a lot. Dwelling of Duels veteran Hackstock gives us OCR's first Tekken 7 remix, Heat Haze Shadow. The drum and bass original is transformed into a storm of synthy rocking metal, and Ivan's stock of hacks is well deployed. Surnuts on the judges' panel gave the track a glowing review. Love the combination of synths and galloping guitar chugs here. The neck-breaking speed adds a lot of energy to the arrangement, great way to introduce the solo around the two-minute mark, and great clean performance. Even though the song has a lot of energy, you knew how to manage it very well, with interspersed changes in pace and little breakdowns. Production is clean, and any objections I would have on this aspect are pretty minor. Super good fun and energetic stuff. School OCR veteran McVaff returns with a catchy EDM arrangement of Cosmo Canyon from Final Fantasy VII. Cosmo, featured on McVaff's first EP album titled Loopy, utilizes hand drums, wind, and synths, and well, loops them into a cohesive remix peppered with glitch effects. DJ Pretzel concludes his write-up with the following. I like the processing on the hand and folk drums, the subtle application of glitching, and the unapologetic emphasis on the hook. 
It's a great anthemic melody that makes sense to put forward like this. Classic Macbeth in all the right ways. Some updated production values and tricks, but the heart, soul, and energy beats strong as ever. Excellent. One of the biggest donation draws at the Games Done Quick Marathons is the bid war between saving the animals or leaving them behind during the final escape from the planet Zeves in Super Metroid. Danny Shock makes his position heard, literally, with this shoot and funky remix of the theme of Super Metroid, appropriately titled Save the Animals. It's worth mentioning Danny Shock returns to OCR after seven years. Nice! I know Cascatalo just posted on the forums in time for the script. I like how this track has very clear funk and prog styling. At the same time, it also has clear, sequenced and produced on a computer feel and production to it. I appreciate this combo a lot. Don't know exactly why, but it makes me feel good. Dragon Avenger on the judges panel says, Wow, was not expecting this sort of sound to fit the main thing, but it's a super fun take that hits a lot of unique areas. While liberal, I feel the track makes a lot of tunes back to the source, and I would have no issue identifying it. The track has plenty of styles to boot. Also, save the animals. From the album, Harmony of Heroes, Final Smash, comes this boombastic arrangement of the final boss theme from Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story. The track is called All That Remains. Zach Parrish arranges and provides plenty of space for Jeff Ball to demonstrate his violin magic. Patchpen? Wait, that's me. Comments the following on YouTube. You definitely kicked this up a notch, but then around the two minute mark, you kicked it down a few notches, and then you kept kicking it back and forth between high notches, low notches, 
and notches most people wouldn't even have considered as options. This really keeps you on your toes. Also on YouTube, a user by the name of The Mad Mayor says, Does anyone else have the scene of a giant battle scene of Bowser and Dark Bowser duking it out to this? Seriously, that is the fight I am seeing when I listen to this. A final fight that towers over all of the Mushroom Kingdom. And boy does it feel as epic as the vibes this remix gives. My hair is standing on it. Bonus points for the 8-bit incorporation. That seriously made me squeal like the fan dupe I am. never knew you wanted, you never knew you needed, a bluegrass arrangement of the music from Kubi's epic yawn. We're all in luck, as the hit points have got one for us here called Blue Lava Grass Landing. If you're wondering where the inspiration for this track comes from, you're in luck. The arranger, Matt Menifee, wrote in, I first heard Lava Landing while Eli and I were searching for songs to arrange and put on our new record. I was playing Kubi's epic yawn with my daughter and fell in love with this composition. I immediately connected with the Celtic Anthemic Ladder section of the song, and arranged and demoed it later that day. I loved the original solo piano version written by Tomoya Tomita, and I thought it was a perfect fit for the primitive art stylings used to portray the Kubi universe as being transformed into yarn, but I also thought it would be fun to fill out the song and orchestrate it a little more. So I took a Strength in Numbers and Mumford and Sons approach since we were using acoustic instruments. While recording, Eli had the idea of adding octave mandolin, which added mood depth, and made it sound even bigger. This is such a lovely track. Not maybe the first thing you'd imagine when thinking of bluegrass with all its subtle full acoustic soundscaping. The Hit Points have a whole album out filled with this good stuff, so go check it out at thehitpoints.com.
The Playlist is a regular collection of listener-submitted recommendations so we can all discover music together. This episode's playlist was songs that bring back emotional memories, and we have some stories associated with those that our listeners wanted to share. Triage at Dawn from Half-Life 2 and submitted by Cameron. Not only is this song a very somber song to emphasize the impact of the events that just occurred in the game, for myself, it is a constant reminder that the characters, stories, and world that I fell in love with will never continue. My favorite game of all time will never have a conclusion, and this song reminds me that a very small part of me died with the Half-Life series. Final Battle Theme, from Pokemon Red and Blue, and also submitted by Cameron. This song is another somber one for me, though it can be a happier experience depending on how you interpret it. The song itself is magnificent first off, but as soon as it starts playing it brings across intense nostalgia from my childhood. To be able to go back in time to a much more simpler, easier life, where all I had to do was play Pokemon and make sure my level 87 Pikachu, on the red version no less, was strong enough to solo the Elite Four and Gary all in a row. Makes me wish I could be that young again, but reminds me I had a happy childhood. Reminiscence from Suicoden 2, performed by the Symphonic Gamers Orchestra, and submitted by Jurito. Not sure if any of you played Suicoden 2. It's a bit of an underdog, but it has a great and emotional story, and I'm pretty sure that anyone who has played it till the end can't watch the intro without getting any kind of feelings. To me, Reminiscence, the track that plays during the opening credits, is a very reflective and emotional piece that tells a life's journey the power of choices and of friendship, and I stumbled upon this orchestral rendition of it that I can't help but share.
Samus Kingdom from Supu Paper Mario and submitted by Patchpen. Hey, that's me. So I went to visit a friend once. I knew he was into video game music and OCR, though I don't think he listens to the podcast. And while I was there, this came on. It took me a second to recognize it, but once I did, it pretty much flowed me. I don't know many people who care about this game, much less its soundtrack, much less that particular song. And it's attached to a pretty emotional moment in the game too, so there's that. Intro, from Sonic Adventure, and submitted by Black Doom. Well, basically, some time ago, I submitted Open Your Heart from Sonic Adventure for the Your First Video Game Song playlist, or something like that. But actually, the very first song for me was the introduction theme, which still included a small section from that song. This cutscene, oh boy, it's gotta be my most thrilling video game experience ever. The song matches it just perfectly. I mean, first, we have this nice chill part with some water chimes, which quickly turns into a pumping electronica thing, just to give the player a sense of urgency and danger. And then, another exciting twist. I get the chills running down my spine every time I watch this worker bar. So yeah, this is my childhood, right here. Farther away, from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Explorers of Time and Darkness, and submitted by Systems Ready.
The Sun Rises from Okami and also submitted by Systems Ready. Systems Ready doesn't accompany either of his submissions with a story, but does state that both of them make him cry. Time to part ways from Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon and submitted by Timaeus222. Staff Roll from Super Mario 64 and submitted by Jeffro12.
Time's Scar from Chrono Cross, and also submitted by Jeffro12. from Sonic Adventure 2 and submitted by Steven. Sonic Adventure 2 had one big coonball ending of self-sacrifice and teamwork, but the thing that gets me all choked up is how intrinsically tied this game is to my own childhood. Listening to this bittersweet song feels like peering through the mists back at 12-year-old Steven, who was convinced Sonic Adventure 2 battle was the pinnacle of art, and I'm really glad video game music can give me a window into the person I was. And hey, really, Sayonara, Shadow the Hedgehog, is the coolest closing line ever.
Sprouton from Final Fantasy X and submitted by Earthkid. I guess most people can agree that the melody to the Xenokin theme from Final Fantasy X is poignant. This particular version elicits a strong emotional response from me. Maybe it's the more upbeat folky style juxtaposed with the really sad melody. The last time I replayed Final Fantasy X, my life was in transition. I was coping from a major loss, but entering a new, happier stage of life. So this game, and this track in particular, had a stronger impact on me than it did when I played it as a teenager. I don't know why I kept forgetting how good this game was. The HD remaster version is great too, but I just like this one the best. It's probably the accordion. What? A show? What? A show? I've always wanted to do that. Next episode's playlist theme is Remixes from Games. Bring your favorite example of a game acknowledging an existing theme from an earlier game. And we're looking at including people's stories in every episode just like we did today. So if you have something you want to share that relates to your submission, go on ahead. The idea has only just been pitched, but the general consensus seems to be that they're a wonderful addition. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful couple of weeks. So many thanks to everyone who submitted to the playlist, and also thanks to Cameron for handling the release, and Phoenix Down and I know for scripting. And seriously, another big thank you to everyone who worked on this episode. Cameron did a great job of encouraging me and showing me the ropes, and Ino's scripting kept me from totally embarrassing myself with something ad-libbed. And this feels like a big moment for me, and I'm glad I could share it. This episode's Lyrical Wisdom... You and I are sane in the way that we have our own styles that we won't change. Yours is filled with evil and mine is not. There is no way I can lose.